This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. There is a lesson to be learned in every crisis. This one in Sri Lanka is no different. And that lesson is fiscal prudence. Yes, some factors were beyond the government's control, like the Wuhan virus pandemic or the war in Ukraine, but those factors really affected every country in the world. And not all of them descended into chaos. Sri Lanka did. Because the government here messed up its fiscal policy. They cut taxes in the middle of a pandemic. They banned chemical fertilizers. Those misguided policies pushed Sri Lanka off the edge. Basically, they spent more than they earned. That's lesson number one for the world. Populist policies sound good, but in most cases, they're not backed by economics. As they say, good politics is bad economics. Lesson number two, do not trust China. When the going was good, China was eager to help Sri Lanka. They built airports, they built highways, they extended loans. Basically, they saddled Sri Lanka with Chinese debt. Let me show you some numbers. China makes up 10% of Sri Lanka's total debt, so does Japan. The World Bank owns 9% and the Asian Development Bank, 13%. Now, how many of these lenders have taken over strategic assets in Sri Lanka? Just one. China has taken a 99-year lease on the Humbantota port. So this is what I'm trying to say. Loans are not bad per se. Every country in the world takes loans. What matters is who the lender is. What type of debt are you taking on? In China's case, it's a debt trap and Sri Lanka learned it the hard way. Lesson number three, the need for economic resilience. Sri Lanka's economy was dependent on tourism. In 2018, it made up 5.6% of the GDP. Total revenue, $4.4 billion. Most of Sri Lanka's foreign exchange came from tourism. Then came the Wuhan virus pandemic. By 2020, tourism's contribution to GDP dropped to 0.8%. Look at that gap from 5.6 to 0.8%. When tourism disappeared, two things happened. Sri Lanka lost valuable foreign exchange and thousands of people lost their jobs. I'm talking about tourism related jobs like hotel staff or travel guides or water sport instructors, all kinds of jobs. And this problem is not just limited to Sri Lanka. The entire world is facing three major challenges. Number one, rising fuel prices. If fuel is more expensive, you lose more dollars buying it. Number two, higher inflation. And number three is rising debt. And the last challenge, rising debt, is a legacy of the pandemic. In the last three years, governments borrowed heavily. They needed stimulus packages, health funding, social security schemes, and all of this cost a lot of money. But there was no revenue to offset that heavy borrowing. The result is this, a global debt crisis. Every country faced these challenges, but some of them collapsed. The United Nations has identified 107 such countries. Together, they make up 1.7 billion people. 19 countries are in Latin America, 25 in the Asia Pacific, and 25 are in Africa. Which are these countries? Egypt, Lebanon, Argentina, Turkey, Ghana, Kenya. These are some of the major countries on the brink of an economic crisis. Some countries in South Asia are also vulnerable. Pakistan, for instance, 27% of their foreign debt is owned by China. Inflation is uncontrollable in Pakistan. Foreign exchange reserves are dropping. Pretty soon, Pakistan could go the Sri Lanka way or worse. Then you have Nepal and the Maldives, two countries very similar to Sri Lanka at the moment. They too depend on tourism for foreign exchange. But both countries are running out of dollars. Like I said, this crisis is a lesson for the entire world. We do live in uncertain times. Pandemics and wars will always be around the corner. So governments need to prepare better. They must diversify their economies. They must invest in new industries. 
Take Saudi Arabia, for instance. In most cases, a bad example to hold up. But in this case, it fits perfectly. The world is slowly turning from oil to renewables. So what is Saudi Arabia doing? They're investing elsewhere in science and technology, in transportation, in entertainment. They are planning for the future. Countries like Sri Lanka need to do the same. Yes, tourism is a great source of income, but that alone will not be enough. You need smart planning and smart borrowing. That's the only way to stay ahead of the curve. The Sri Lankan crisis has lessons for each one of us. Basic domestic economics, like do not spend more than you earn. Do not trust lenders who are looking to debt trap you. Set long-term financial goals. Have a foolproof budget as much as possible. What's happening in Sri Lanka also has lessons for governments of this region and the world, be it lessons in politics or in diplomacy. We do hope Sri Lanka emerges out of this crisis stronger than ever. Vion is now available in your country. Download the app now and get all the news on the move.